this week's episode of our podcast. Today we are going to interview some of the greatest and most influential minds in our field. By sharing our collective expertise, we will show you how to harness, control, and use your own skill set to achieve ultimate success and live the life you want. And now, please welcome your host. listening to our weekly episodes to find out more. Small business owners, is your internet making office tasks painfully slow? Are your file upload speeds sluggish? Are your video calls choppy? You need more speed. AT&T Business Fiber gives you up to 20 times faster upload speeds at half the price of cable. Faster upload speeds mean smoother, less glitchy video conferencing and faster file transfers. Visit att.com slash business fast or call 844-621-FAST to get our best price on our best service. Imagine it, up to 20 times faster upload speeds at half the price of cable. AT&T experts can help you upgrade to AT&T Business Fiber. Soon, you're going to love your internet. Call 844-621-FAST now. Comparison by Telogical Systems, 12-2020. To the latest and the great episode of Gold, Girl, and God. I am Burgundy. And this is Keisha. And um, today, we're going to talk about rest. Rest. Oh, rest. Um, I love the way you say that, but rest. It's so calm <laughs> and peaceful. You actually, ex- it's only a full lot of word, but you extend it. Rest. <laughs> love it. You know, I want us to get, I want us to get into it. I want us to get into it. I, I had a moment. Um, and I, I rested and it made me think about how important rest is. Um, and you know, there's a, there's a current conversation about rest that's happening about rest, particularly for black people. Um, I don't know if if you guys know, but there is a thing called the nap ministry on Instagram and it is a movement. It is a movement about how revolutionary rest is to Black people because we have not been allowed to rest. Um, And and it is not a thing that is organic to how we exist, particularly in America. Um, And, you know, I think that goes doubly for women. Um, You know, we have a strange relationship with rest. But I am learning how absolutely essential rest is to my wellness. And um, I want to get into it. Let's dig in and really talk about what rest is, what rest requires, right. how essential it is to our wellness and our wholeness. That's the topic. What rest ain't? What? Tell them what the rest ain't. What it ain't. What it ain't. And you know what I think? Rest and self-love 
and self-care, not self-love, self-care, I'm sorry, because a lot of times there's this, not a lot of times, what am I saying? There's an also an ongoing conversation about self-care where self-care gets propped up as getting your nails done and a bubble bath and all of these things that have nothing to do with your insides. And it is our insides that are crying for rest and for care. And so just unpacking all of this stuff that is, um, it's about the condition of our, our spirits and how are we caring for ourselves from the inside out. That's it. That's it. In a whole nutshell. In a nutshell. Listen, I I mean, transparent moment for me. I'm still learning what that means. I'm actually learning that from you, Berg, because (laughs) when you talked, when you mentioned that word condition, and, and you talked about like just the way that we function in America. I've been conditioned to always be busy. Um, like just the way that things work. I mean, I just remember even as um, as a teen, I would go to school and then you have all of these clubs and then I would go to a club and then I would go to my part-time job and then I would get home at about 10 o'clock at night, do homework and start all over again. And guess what? Because of that and my grades, I got into every college I applied to except for one. Mm. So even... With, with the college process, it's like you write this essay and they want to know, tell us about you. What are all the things you do? And they say, if you're in clubs, if you have things to show that you're, you know, doing more than just school, like that's going to help you even more. So even it was rewarded at a young age to, to not get rest. And so I would say I've been conditioned at least since the age of 16 to work around the clock, move around the clock from my mind to my physical body, just always in movement. And so I just think even, you know, as you talk about women, I'm just thinking like, what are we doing to, to help our boys and girls even understand the importance of rest? Yes. When and it's reported, not to Yes. <laughs> and I think the conditioning goes even a step further because when you're not moving, you're lazy. I was just thinking that Mm -hmm. you're lazy. If you don't have a a schedule that does not include room to breathe, then you are not productive. You're Mm -hmm. not ambitious. You ain't grinding and you are lazy. And I, I feel like we have accepted that as our truth and allowed it to create these falsehoods in our minds about what it means to be living purposefully, what it means to be productive. Um, And we've assigned these things to ourselves that just, just are not true, right? Like God rested on the seventh day, he rested. We take the seventh day and got three businesses that we running outside of the two jobs that we've worked the other six days of the week, right? Like, no. And then we wonder why we are depressed, Mm -hmm. why our relationships don't work, why we are disconnected from our children, why we don't know ourselves. 
because we don't allow ourselves time to just sit. Wow, bodies are breaking down. Why our bodies are breaking down? Like, because we have not allowed for time to just be and to evolve and to reflect, right? We're just constantly doing. And the thing that is so interesting about it is that that ain't how we as a people, that ain't how we actually exist in other parts of the world, right? Like, if you go to the islands, my favorite place in the world, they are island easy. Time. They say island time, island time, gal. <laughs> Calm down, slow down, take it all in, right? Mm-hmm. And so it's just interesting to me that where, the, where our roots are allowed to be, right? Like where, who we are, is expressed freely, more freely. That is the way of life. The way of life is a lot slower. Yeah. It's a lot freer. Mm. Um, but then you come here to America, everything is on time. And it ain't your time, it's somebody else's time. That's the thing that we have to understand. It ain't our time, it's their time, right? And I think what we have to come to grips with is some of that struggle is that that ain't natural for us. That's not our natural way of being. We have internal clocks and ours don't tick the way that theirs do. And part of our struggle is trying to align with something that is not ours, with something that is not in alignment with the souls of Black folk. And so in turn, we killing ourselves. Again, it's another way that we are compromising who we are and how we are for a world that was never designed to include us. And then when it comes to how we care for ourselves, we want to take notes from them. And it's a massage and it that ain't going to help me. That, that ain't, that's not what I need. That is not me getting my nails done. Ain't finna make me feel no better about the fact that my spirit is out of alignment with what is true and necessary for me to be who I am. I don't care how nice them nails are. I don't care how long they are or how many designs you put on them. I don't care about the conversation at the salon and how, you know, connecting with those other women. That's not going to be the thing that saves my spirit and frees my soul. That ain't going to be it. Listen. Mm. Listen. You just said a whole word and I just feel like I want you to keep going. <laughs> I'm sitting here like taking, trying to take copious notes. Newly <laughs> noted. Nails ain't going to get a hat. Ain't going to, it ain't going to make it happen. Mm-mm. One thing I'm going to say, you mentioned the souls of black folk and you know, I'm an avid reader. Yes. Um, I have this beautiful book. The Souls of Black Folk, which is actually a title. Um, and I recommend it. It is a, it's a beautiful read, but it is a read that you need to sit and take your time. You can't just rush through it. 
Um, but I just wanted to say at the very jump, there is something, if I could just read this one little part that just to me, it just kind of connects to what you just said. I just feel like it's just a way to just, I just want to read this part. It's so interesting. And actually the first chapter is titled Of Our Spiritual Strivings. Mm. So this is how it starts though. <clears throat> Excuse me, let me get my poet voice out. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, it says, um, oh water, voice of my heart, crying in the sand all night long, crying with a mournful cry as I lie and listen and cannot understand the voice of my heart in my side or the voice of the sea. Oh water, crying for rest. Is it I? Is it I? All night long, the water is crying to me. Unresting water, there shall never be rest till the last moon droop and the last tide fail and the fire of the end begin to burn in the west and the heart shall be weary and wonder and cry like the sea, all life long crying without avail as the water all night long is crying to me. Mm. You just mentioned, I also go get that book, um, but you mentioned just like the soul of Black folk and how um, our spirits are not meant to be aligned with the way that time has been told or taught that it's supposed to function or how we're supposed to structure it. And this idea of like um, this unresting water mm. just constantly moving. There is, and to no avail, you can't win if you're constantly moving. Hmm. It's not possible to win if you're constantly moving. We talked about the importance of being willing to think. Hmm. You can't do the kind of thinking that is required of you if you're constantly moving. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm saying I can't and we talked about getting into proper formation we talked about coming into alignment with the position we're supposed to play to help push each other forward no matter what skin color we got or not like we all have a position and a role and how can I rightfully know my position my role and think and do what I'm supposed to do if I'm constantly moving I can't even see where I'm supposed to fall in line. I can't even see how my position or my role, you know what I mean? If I'm just moving, I'm out of place. I'm out of line, right? And I'm constantly trying to find my way. That's, and I feel like that's the soul can't rest if I'm constantly searching, constantly moving. But the, the black folks supposed to rest. Oh, supposed to. The beauty in in all of that is, I love water, and water is like my greatest resting place. Like I always say, like the beach is my upper room. Like I, the, you the, get the, me to, <laughs> you get me to water, and like that's like mm -hmm. the closest thing to 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 God for me. And so this idea of how 
water is constantly moving and how striving against it is futile. Mm. And so you gotta, you gotta like ride the wave, right? Um, and understanding how the moon dictates right. the tide, right? Um, like that imagery just, just touches me just so deeply, but also the concept of time. And I'm coming to understand that time is not linear and the ways that we've accepted about time is not necessarily what God had in mind ever. So again, we are in opposition to God's intent about these things. The other thing that came to mind is that I don't think we know or understand when our spirits and souls are tired. Mm. I don't think we spend enough time with ourselves to be in touch with our spirits and souls to know when they're crying out for rest. And so we get confused with all the ways our spirits and souls cry out and we can't properly address the cry. And so then we are constantly chasing an elixir to what it is that we're feeling because we don't know what it is or where it's coming from. And so then that's when you are striving against the tide because you have no frame of reference for what you are experiencing. Um, I did a post yesterday on Instagram and it's a picture of me like laying off the side of my bed upside down. And I do that a lot. There's a space that I get to when I just, that's the only relief I can get. And it's just hanging there. And I think it's something about just feeling suspended in air because my bed is kind of high. I think it's just that feeling, that feeling of just being suspended in the air and surrendering to whatever it is that I'm feeling. But my question was, who else is feeling like this? And I'm trying to figure out the kind of rest that I need for this moment right here. And it's the kind of rest that I know requires a stillness to figure out what it is that I'm seeking. What is it that I am tired from? And what is it that I need to replenish my spirit so that I can move on, right? But how many of us have the luxury and the privilege to take the time to lay over the edge of our bed, suspended, and just feel that? Because some of us don't have lives where that is even possible and so then how do you get to a place where you can figure out what it is that you're feeling so that you can be open to how it is that you comfort yourself mm-hmm. feed yourself so that you can move forward um because that was me like the th- this Speaking about this today 
is purposeful because I'm just coming out of this turmoil where it was like, I have to stop and thank God for my relationship with God that he can stop me. Right. So like when Friday came, my work schedule was clear. And the one thing I had on my schedule was canceled. I believe because God knew that I was going to get to that place and need that space come Friday. Because my body started to shut down. My body and my mind started to shut down on Thursday. Um, I had a dear friend, lover of God, a true worshiper who passed. I got that word on Thursday. And I had already started to slow up. Like my thoughts started to get scattered. My body started to get tired. So I knew I needed a pause. And then I got word that she passed. And then it was like full stop. And when I looked at my calendar for Friday, I just said, thank, thank you, God. Mm-hmm. And then when that one meeting got canceled, I said, oh, God, because you knew. Because mm-hmm. you knew I was going to come to this place where I needed to make a hard stop. But that comes from relationship, mm-hmm. right? That I am in relationship with God and with myself enough to know I need these full stops because I've recently come to this place where I've allowed myself to stop. Like, oh, when my mind gets real scattered. Yeah cut it all off. Everything stops. Hard, hard pause. And then what I'm recognizing is that is actually the kind of rest God wants for me because he makes it possible when he knows what's coming before I do. And that's what happened for yesterday. It was a good Friday because God knew before I did what I was going to need when I got to Friday. And it was a full on stop. My babies gave me space and room That ain't nothing but the Lord. You got kids. You know it ain't nothing but the Lord when the children give you the space in the room. And I needed it. And I woke up today feeling very differently than I did yesterday because yesterday I was still. And when I say still, I ain't open a Bible. I wasn't doing anything. Now, I was praising all day. I'm saying, thank you, God. Give me what I need. I got scripture written on my heart. So those will come forth when need be. But there's a time even when you close the Bible and you sit and you be. And so many of us don't recognize the need for that. And too many of us don't have lives where that's even a possibility. First of all, you said way too many things for me to even go back and and add to. I just felt like I needed this to be like, wow, amen, <laughs> hallelujah. Like I just, I just, it, I mean, oh my gosh. Um, about this last piece of even not opening the Bible. A couple of episodes ago, um, I think it was the the finding joy. You mentioned like exercise is a form of worship. So is rest. As you're talking. I'm thinking rest is a form of worship. God created us in the image of him and that image of God rested. And so when we rest, we are living, we are literally living out the way that our God functions. And so um, I just thought about that. And also it made me think, you know how people are saying like, now, you know, we really are like the church without walls. Same thing. I have to be comfortable enough in my relationship with God and my knowledge of the word to know that the word is in me. I don't have to open the Bible today to get the word, to receive the word. I can apply the word by resting, 
right? And knowing that it's with me, it's in my mind. Like you said, you can call on God, you can pull, you can recite those scriptures or pull them from your mind. So even that, even if the only scripture you know is on the first day where God created, hey, that's the word that is in you, right? Even if that's the only, even if you know to let my people go from Martin, if that's all you know is that that's what Moses said, <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> and, and knowing that Moses helped free them and knowing that I'm taking my rest to free myself, hey, that's that's all the Bible you need to know. That's all the Bible you need to know. So being okay with not opening the Bible is, is, is listen, if that's where you at with your rest, listen, that's God. That's God because he's inside of you. He ain't limited to the Bible. The Bible is beautiful, but it's not limited to the physical book. So I just wanted to say that. Also, I don't know if you realize low key, you are a poet because you were definitely dropping references to water throughout. You were talking about the tides and riding a wave. And I was like, listen to Bird the poet. She's an author. <laughs> uh, well, according to girlfriend, she's an authoress. Um, <laughs> you know, <laughs> she a poet, a motivational speaker. A uh, 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 preacher, uh, she everything. I mean, uh, mogul. I don't know. Is so. I just wanted to say that. But one of the things I wanted to go back to this idea of riding a wave. And I've never ridden the waves. I'm a little scared of deep water. I love to listen to it. Like you, I love to be on the beach and hear the water. Mm. Um, but if we think about, if we go with that idea of riding a wave, one thing I do know is when people are surfing, one of the first things they have to do is lay flat before they can even stand up they have to lay flat and it's all in the timing it's all in the timing before they get up to properly ride the wave so even if we go with this idea of the water even surfers understand that you gotta rest that you gotta lay still gotta lay flat so I just want when you I was like I don't think Berg realized what she doing I don't know if she realized that. And, and, and the other thing when we think about water and there is one of my favorite things is to be, I think the best sounds of water come from the islands. And so one of my favorite things to do is at night, the last vacation I took was Jamaica and having um, the door slightly ajar and just hearing the way that the water sounds at night is so beautiful. There's a calmness and a stillness to it unless there's a storm. Mm. And then the sound of the water, the water lets you know, right? You can be in sync, like the rhythm of the way that the water, you can, you, it lets you know what's to come, right? Mm. Even if you think about like something as beautiful and as peaceful that water can be, when there's pressure or friction, think about like the plates when they're shifting, what happens? It turns into a tsunami, right? So even the water knows when there's friction, mm. get a little bit out of, it gets wacky, right? It gets dangerous, right? And and, and, and and it ain't as beautiful as it was before. It becomes scary, right? And so I think as you talk about being in relationship enough with yourself to know when you need rest, your body is just like the water. It'll let you know when there's some friction, when something, when something is off, when there's some pressure and you need to relax. And, and again, just that's a whole nother level of relationship with self. It's a different level of relationship with self. One that says, 
dang, my nails are, are coming up from the nail bit. I need to go and make my next appointment, right? It's a different relationship with self from, oh my goodness, you know, um, I need to, I need new clothes or my clothes aren't fitting right. Or because even, even we have to be honest if, and I'm, and I'm speaking from a person who's like a recovering busybody, right? I'm now enjoying this idea of I could actually take my time. I could actually not have to rush. I could actually move, as you mentioned, Berg, with purpose and intention. And so this idea that I can get that in touch with myself and and to know self-care could just be an extension of my busyness. That's something I had to learn for myself Mm. that when I'm taking care of myself, well, I got this schedule and this schedule and th- but guess what I got to do to get there? I'm not getting chauffeured there, right? I'm not, I got to go there and then don't let her be, be behind because now my, my appointment at three, but now I, I might be running cl- up, you know, uptight to get to that appointment and now I'm rushing to get there and then the traffic got me all upset because I'm running late and there's so much involved in self-care being external. Hmm. we have to realize like there's an internal self-care and you talked about that the inside of me how do I take care of the inside of me and and so and and I think the other thing I was thinking about is also understanding there's a fear that comes with rest there's a fear that comes with rest I mean if we you know people always say like oh my gosh don't bring up slavery but seriously if I rested when I was a slave, the type of consequences that would come, it could be so it's as severe as death, right? Fast forward modern day. If I rest, maybe I could lose my job. I don't have enough hours. Let me tell you, with my job as a teacher, my sick leave is on swole. <laughs> my personal leave, honey, about the size of my my pinky is very slim that is it, it's like you got to and that's the thing it's almost like this when we think about the wave it's almost like you about to have some friction it about to be a storm you better be about the waves about to be better be crashing in if somebody about to be ready to die oh, you better be ready to die that and we got plenty of that we got plenty of that time for you if you want to get that so it's almost set up to say work 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 till you're on your deathbed and need the sick leave the personally, to personally take care of self, yeah, not that much time. So as you mentioned, somebody else is telling you how to use your time. We're telling you that we value you using your time to continue to get this to function until you sick and now need sick leave. And if you need to take care of yourself, you better figure out how to split these hours up over these 365 days. And so there's, again, that could be the death of me if I lose my job. No, it might not be a physical death, even though me working like that could lead to a physical death. Mm-hmm. One of the things my teacher told me when I was in high school is that stress is the silent killer. And so, you know, it's just, it's to, so I, I, I wanted to acknowledge that and even acknowledge the way, and you, we talk, listen, <laughs> here's a consumers of our own pain kind of thing. Ooh. They got so much stuff on the market that tells us, we supposed to keep going. Red Bull, it gives you wings. No, it probably gives you heart attack, stress, all that good stuff. Coffee, 
I used to function with coffee since I was 16. That is problematic to the point where by the time I was 20, it ain't work. I would have had to ramp up. And, and mm. luckily, luckily, I didn't go to whatever the next best thing is. That's scary. I don't know what the next best thing is after coffee. I don't want to know that. But even, I mean, just the way that, you know, it's like, oh, no, I need a, uh, what's it called? That you, espresso. I used to literally say, give me a, a grande or a venti, three shots of espresso. I mean, I was ramping up the, ramping up the espresso. I'm telling you, it's the truth. I was ramping up the espresso things that instead of it being like my body is telling me I need to rest. It's like, nah, this system I'm not, that I'm in and all the stuff I need to do, I'm going to go and buy something that prevents me from giving my body and my spirit and my mind the thing it needs. And so you are, you're investing in your own demise. Woo! I'm buying stock in my own demise. My demise. How much, how much that's going for? What's the price Listen. per share? I right got a couple shares. How many shares you got? <laughs> Listen, I mean, that's, that, that's the thing that, that came to mind. Like, as you were talking about that, consumers of our own pain, investors in our own demise. Like, guess what? It probably ain't even public. It ain't, probably ain't even public stock. It's probably private owned stock that we can't buy into because somebody else is, is making money off of it. Exactly. It ain't stock. We can't even make money. Dang it. Listen, I mean, like, and, and I'm thinking of levels of professionalism where... Mm-hmm there is some autonomy in your time, right? Mm-hmm. And so in, in the field in which I work, I have autonomy over my time. I have autonomy over my schedule. I, I say yes or no to a meeting in a given day, right? And there is also then some responsibility to make sure that I am protecting my time. Mm-hmm. However, there is still the chase for validation that creates these opportunities to overschedule myself because I am proving my worth. I am proving the level of uh, value that I add to any given project at any given time. And so even in a privileged place where I can choose a schedule where I can basically own my time, it's still not mine because I have to or feel led to prove Mm. my worth. And proving my worth means saying yes. Proving my worth means being at as many tables as possible so that I can show who I am, what I know, how much I'm bringing to the table, right? That ain't it either. So if I'm given the privilege of autonomy in how my day unfolds and the amount of time that I am given, and which ultimately translates into an amount of stress, do I stay true to the boundaries or do I create boundaries to stay true to or do I fold to that system? Mm. And even that becomes an added lever, le- layer of stress, right? Because I got to figure this thing out. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm a, an, an ambitious person. 
I want to do, I want to grow, I want to keep moving up, but I also have to pay attention to the condition of my spirit and my mind and wanting to stay healthy on that side as well, right? And so where do I invest? Do I invest in my health and wellness or in the opportunity to move forward? in the opportunity to change the trajectory of my generations. Like, where is it that I am making these investments? And I had a beautiful moment just this past, these past two weeks, my entire household had COVID. What did I do? I worked through the COVID. Now, I had a very mild case of COVID. I only had a fever for 24 hours. I had a, a, a little bit of a headache, little itchy throat. Did not take a day off, worked through COVID. My fifth grader went to school through COVID. It's virtual. She wasn't feeling no pain. There was no reason for her not to. When we got the okay, y'all could come off quarantine, you're okay. It's when like a ton of bricks, it hit me. Wait a minute. What the hell did I just do? Yeah. I have a foreign agent in my body. I don't know from one day to the next how this thing is about to unfold. My man, my baby, my little baby have all been exposed. And I worked every single day, did not alter my schedule at all. Coming out of it, I said, wait a minute. I've been in this house for a year. I just worked my way through COVID. We got to get up and out of here. We need a change of scenery. We need a change of pace. And we deserve to chill. We deserve to go somewhere and do something in celebration of the fact that we got through this COVID, honoring the fact that for a year we've been hunkering down, my baby's still busting out straight A's, we're still an intact family, we deserve it. So we're going away. Nothing big, but it was a moment that I had where God said to me, why haven't you done this before? You can put your hand on the dollars to get it done. And you've let that money sit, scared to touch it. And for what? And the thing that came to mind is the scripture about the businessman who gave the talents to the three and the one buried them, the other two invested them for a return. Listen. And God said to me, the investment is not always about a return on the dollar. The investment is about a return on what I've given you to give you the life that I have in mind for you. And the life that I have in mind for you includes rest. The the life that I have in mind for you includes opportunity for you and your family to change the scene when the scene needs to be changed. And daughter, what you have not done is honored what I've given you when you let that money sit in there just so you can keep looking at it and applauding yourself for the Listen. fact that it's there. Listen. I said, my God, <laughs> you I am to invest in my own health, wellness, and rest. Ooh. Understanding that your health and your wellness, absolutely, rest is it. That's what rest is. Rest is your health. Rest is wellness, right? Um, oh my God, I love this idea of investing. What am I investing in? I think that that's a good question to be still with. 
um, thank you for also modeling how the good Bible, you ain't crack it open, but it was right in you. God pulled it right out of you. It was with you. (laughs) My child, you are fine. You do not have to crack open a Bible because it is in you. Um, But listen, this idea of investing, I think, um, I don't remember exactly how you were like investing in kind of like this, this, sometimes we get this idea that we can invest in one or the other. I can invest in my, I think you mentioned like my health and well-being, or like changing things for the generations to come. And I think that there is the, the way the system wants you to think that you got to choose that you can either invest in trying to, you know, change the generations. That means put in overtime work. I got to, you know, do all of this stuff. As you mentioned, a lot of times we say, what do you bring it to the table? Based on what you're saying, the way we function, what do you bring it to the tables? Because right now we at different tables. I'm, it made me think of this restaurant. You know, waiters have, I used to be a hostess and waiters have a certain amount of tables. Usually there's a cap. You won't have one waiter for all 50 tables. But then if we sit back and we look, uh, some of us are split among multiple multiple tables so it's really what are we bringing up all of these tables and if i'm stretched thin across all these tables and i'm not rested i'm really not bringing the best of myself to any of them but one of the things that you mentioned and i, I and i think when you when, when you get to that place where you're comfortable enough with with god you will understand that i can both invest in my health and wellness and in building whatever god placed me here to help build that I can both, you know, invest in me and my time to rest and invest in building a brand, right? And that that I, it's not an either or, that it is both. And again, understanding that fear, right? If that fear shows up, I can't afford to. You got to even question, where is that fear coming from? Who told you? That's one of my favorite things in the Bible that sticks in my mind. There was a part in the garden where God Asked them, I think, I think it was who told you? Where did it come from? Because because that th- those ideas that was in Eve's mind, it ain't come from God. So who told you you can't rest? Who told you you can't take this time off? Who are you asking for permission from? Your boss or God? Right. And and so I think that just I, I love this idea of 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 investing and in 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 yielding a return. And I mean, we some people, so many people are so well versed in the stock market, but we're talking about your own stock. Like that, that is like where is that kind of information? It's it's so beautiful. It's it's I I I love that idea. I love that idea, Bergen. And, and and to me, I was thinking about on one of my favorite vegan restaurants is with love is at the top of Hoffa road i would recommend people go there the woman is is black owned so a black woman owns it um she is so sweet um and i wanted to get something a couple of months ago i think maybe around like september and it was closed and then um she posted on facebook that she um was closing and she'll tell us more about it and she just opened back up like maybe a week or two ago and she mentioned in so many words, the need for rest, a mental break. This is a woman who's a whole entrepreneur. Do you know, and I don't know like her personally, but to get to that level, I'm, I, am I, I can only imagine if I am just opened a new restaurant and now my body needs rest or my mind needs rest and I'm going to close down, not for a day, but for a couple of months, 
the fear that might come, the worry that might come. But let me tell you, honey bounced back. I tried to go get something the other day. The parking lot was full. The parking lot, and let me tell you, I was checking. Are they open yet? Are they open yet? When you are taking care of self, God is going to take care of you. It's hard for God to take care of you when, when you're not even sitting still long enough for you to hear him tell you to rest or how to rest. Because I think even that there are a multitude of ways to rest your mind, your spirit, but you got to sit still long enough because he's trying to take care of you. Right. And I, and I want to say, I know that people, it was very controversial because again, as you were talking and I know, you know, just thinking about entrepreneurship is, is hot. Right. It's always been a thing, but it's like now more people are realizing like I can access that. I can touch that. And so entrepreneurship is 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 I mean, that's a hot thing right now. Right. And so then you had like um, I think Steve Harvey had mentioned there was a like a, a viral video of him talking about almost like the antithesis of rest. Like if you are going to do this, you shouldn't be sleeping. You should like literally glamorizing not getting sleep. And so I just, I just want to, I just think that, and I've listened to so many entrepreneurs who said like, they've gotten to a point where they broken down and were forced to. And I'm saying like, get to that place where you listen to yourself, where you ain't got to break. You ain't got to break. Listen, when you said that God is trying to help you, but you won't sit still enough to hear. The thing that people get, I believe people don't get about God is God don't run around just willy-nilly doing stuff, right? He does things in partnership with you. You know, one, you got to come into agreement, right? So there are things that God has in mind that you got to get on God's page with, right? So people love to say, God will give you the desires of your heart. And I I believe people believe that to mean I have a desire and God's going to give it to me. I've come to understand that the desire that you have is what God gave you. You only want that thing because God gave it to you. And he's trying to tell you that that's what he has for you. And now your desire for it is you getting into agreement with God that yes, God, I do want that. So that's one. You got to get in agreement with what God says is yours. But then you got to get into agreement with the way he's going to give it to you, right? And so often, the way that the world would have you to believe is that I strike out and do a thing and God follows me. That ain't what is happening. What is happening is you are listening and you are in alignment and you're going along with the plan as God has it. And so your blessings are a manifestation of a word from God and an action of God, right? It ain't that you decided and God agreed with you. That's not what happens. Mm -hmm. And so until you get into that type of partnership, you can't rest because you don't understand that rest is part of God's plan, Mm -hmm. right? And so if you go out on your own, you will absolutely run yourself into the ground, because you're doing it on your own. Because when you get in alignment with God, God will tell you and he will create the circumstances, situations for you to rest. 
in the same way that by the time I got to Friday, I ain't have a thing to do because God knew I was going to need it because me and God are in a place where we are partnering in this thing and it was going to be all right with God to give me what God said he wanted me to have. So you run yourself into the ground when you're working outside of the plan that God has for you. And so the, the owner of With Love, of course she would come back from however many months God said she could be gone because God said it was so. And God knew that when she went back to work, he was going to open the floodgates. The parking lot was going to be full and it was going to be like she never left because it was his divine design for her to rest. That's the thing that we got to get. You know, there are people and entrepreneurs doing great things, crazy as bed bugs, because they're doing great things by their own hand. I don't want my great thing by my own hand. I want my great thing to absolutely be a God thing so that I'm rested, so that I'm full, so that everything I'm touching is returning 10 times what I put in, not because it was me, but because it was God and because I got in agreement with what God said. And so, no, I might have tired days, but I will not have a day where I can't see straight and my body can't move because I've been working my knuckles to the ground. That ain't what God has for me because God rested. Slavery had that for you. Okay, <laughs> but God rested and he freed me from slavery. He freed me and my generations. So we will never see that kind of backbreaking work ever again. And I will not model that kind of backbreaking work for my children. Absolutely not. How is that? That ain't divine. That ain't, ooh, ooh. That ain't divine. That ain't, di that ain't like, divine. That ain't divine. Oh my, that's it. That's at all things divine, all 2021. <laughs> all fine all 2021 i love it even even the way that i function has to be divine and the way that god function and let me just say you know what i thought about when you talked about god resting i also said all we know is on this day he made this on this day it ain't tell us how long he worked to make it it ain't tell us that he worked the whole 24 hours so i don't we don't even understand we we decided to fill in the gaps and think that that meant work all day and really if you think about all the studies there are so many studies that talk about less time working you are more productive productive there are so many studies but again the system wasn't created for us to rest it was the system listen the system was created, created for the people who in the system to rest. Listen, and it was created to remove us from our position and our proximity to divinity. Mm. Everything that the system teaches us mm. moves us further and further away from our godliness Listen. down to our own concepts of time and productivity. Mm. Nothing that the system proposes or promotes has anything to do with what God had in mind mm. for how we spend our time, for how we honor his time, or for how we create. None of it. Because if you go back to the creation story, mm. God did one thing every day. One thing. One. 
How many you doing? And guess what he and guess what he said about it? He said it was good. One thing was good enough. One thing. One thing. Because at the end of those days, at the end of those days, for each one of those things that he created, he created an entire world. But he did it one thing at a time. One thing at a time. And we out here doing two, three, four, five things. None of them are being done particularly well because you're not giving your whole creativity to any one of them. God did one thing, one thing a day to create the world as we know it. And then he rested. Berg, you know, you be let, I be feeling in my shoulder. I got chills in my shoulders. I need all of that. I'm, I'm going to listen to this podcast and I'm going to play that snippet back a couple times. I already quoted you a few times. Let me tell you, I want to give throughout just really quick a, um, there's another book that I think is dope. It's interesting, but somebody recommended it to me. It's called The Science of Getting Rich. Very interesting. The thing about it is he talks about getting rich based off of creativity, not competition, which actually goes against everything that the system says. So so if I understand wealth in the way that God intended for me to understand abundance, I ain't doing two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight things a day. So I, I'm just, and he talks about the, the creativity and, and, and creativity is in the mind. I got to sit still enough to be with my mind to be able to even hear the creativity that God is depositing there. So that's a book I just wanted to leave with people. But as you were talking, whew, and I got these chills on my shoulders, whew, you just made me just another question that if you sit still and, and even, even thinking, sometimes you got to be able to turn that thinking off because I can be still physically, but ain't still in my mind, ain't still in my spirit. Right. And a lot of times I think because that if we ask ourselves this question, I think it will help us answer this question. If we realize if we if we ask ourselves, like if we sit still physically and I realize my mind's not still and my spirit isn't still, I think this question will help us answer that. Where does my faith or belief, my, my belief lie? Because the fact that I can't be still in my mind and still in my spirit when I'm trying to take rest means that my faith and my belief lies in the system. I believe the way the system works, right? Because the system says that I'm not supposed to take days off. Even the system of entrepreneurship, I see all the time people, oh, somebody asking for handouts. They ain't trying to put in the work. Even entrepreneurs who doing it on their own, self-made, they not even trying to help people who, you know what I mean? It's like, oh, if I give you this in, you ain't, you skip the, the 25 years I put into this. So you even, even the way that I've watched even black entrepreneurs, a fear of telling you how to get your foot in the door, a fear of telling you a little bit more that might not make you have to work the 25 years I had to put in. Because if it's a God thing, me telling you this, ain't you ain't skipping a beat. Even this mindset of like, just this, what do I believe in? Where does my belief and my faith lie? And if I sit still physically and I'm uneasy mentally and I'm thinking about the 50 things I need to do, my faith ain't lying in God right now, not the way that it should. 
And it's not something to feel guilty about. Like you said, if all I know is Genesis, you just walked us through Genesis so beautifully. If all I know is Genesis, that should be enough to help still my mind. I can just remind myself, God created one day, day a thing, one thing a day. And he rested. So when that, I got to do, God created one day, thing a day. And he rested. If that's all you hold on to, if that's the little bit that you hold on to, to put a calm to that wave, you're on your way to shifting the way that we were told to dysfunctionally function to somebody else's profit. Mm. To dysfunctionally function to somebody else's profit. Because what profit does a man gain when to gain the world and lose his soul? Because that's what we're talking about. That's what it is. We're talking about divine rest. We're talking about God's design for your abundance. Your abundance is in your creativity. And the abundance of your creativity lies in your ability to rest. That's it right there, Kai. I'm done. I mean, I'm resting. Let me say that. I'm resting. Amen. <laughs> we rest our case. We just going to keep, we rest our case. <laughs> That is the rest of the show. We just go keep on saying rest everything. Mm, I love it. The rest is the best. Just start saying everything. <laughs> just throw the word rest in everything. I, I love it. Have a good rest yes. of your day. <laughs> <laughs> yes. 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 I, ooh. This was good. I, okay. I, I needed it. I needed it. I needed this. Berg, I needed it too. Look, Allison, Allison said, I needed two. I needed three. On the uh, Let me tell you something. I literally, you know me, I just be like throwing stuff out to talk about, but I wait for God to tell me. And he said, you're going to talk about exactly what you're experiencing. You're going to talk about rest. And I said, well, amen. And all right. That's it. That was the rest that was of it. <laughs> 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 yes, Kat. Yes. <laughs> yes, Lord. I just thank y'all for listening. And, you know, I just hope that this in particular takes root. Because mm. if you can understand what God has for you and that it absolutely includes rest, then you can absolutely have all the rest that he has in mind. Ooh, for the rest of your life. Amen, amen. <laughs> we will see y'all next time. Right now. Me, 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 but also you. <laughs> the Pharaoh fast forwards his favorite foreign film. Powder donut. <clears throat> okay, what's my line? Uh, the only line I see here on the script is get options based on your budget with the name and price tool from Progressive. 
Oh, man. That's a tongue twister, huh? I'm sorry. I'm going to need a few more minutes. <clears throat> bulbous Walrus. The Bulbous Walrus. The Name Your Price tool. Only from Progressive. The owl ran afoul of the comatose Coxswain. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Spring is the perfect time to refresh your space. And Haverty's wide selection and endless custom options make it easy. And right now, everything's on sale. So you won't just save on one thing. You'll save on everything. So go ahead and make your office space work harder, your guest room more inviting, and your living room more livable. With thousands of fabric and leather options to choose from, you get furniture just the way you want it. So whatever room you're looking to refresh, right now, you can get it for less at Haverty's because everything's on sale. If you enjoyed today's show, please head over to iTunes, give us a rating, and leave a review. In your car. At work. At home. On your smartphone. And that's it for this week's episode. Add us to your podcatcher or on iTunes now so that you can make sure you never miss out on another second of our wonderful podcast. We would hate for you to miss out. Have a great week, everyone. Please be advised that this podcast is meant for educational and informational purposes only and is in no way a replacement for legal or medical advice. The opinions contained within are solely those of the interviewers and interviewees and should be received as so. Those seeking help or advice are encouraged to obtain professional legal and medical services.